We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Now we're going to do something fun that I thought of in response to the Zach Levine trade uh, uh, rumor, report, whatever. Um, that for anybody who may have missed it, uh, the Bulls are and 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 the the Bulls and Levine's camp are both open to him being elsewhere. And I want to just add that. You know, I've listened to all of the requisite podcasts on this topic, and I think I I kind of gathered this more from the Hoop Collective podcast than anything else. But I think it's important context, which is that um, this was not, is not, was not teams beating down Chicago's door mm. and being like, "Hey, are you ready to trade Levine yet?" This was, this is very much um, the Bulls being like, "Okay, we got to." Or I don't know. Maybe it was initiated by Levine's camp. I don't know, but it was initiated by someone there. This is not something being initiated by other teams. Um, that being said, the Lakers, as I, as I figured they would, I, I don't. I to me, I'd be actually very surprised if Levine is not a Laker in in three months. But we're getting off topic. So I wanted to, in light of this news, and in light of how I imagine depressing it must be to be a Bulls fan right now. We are going to do a depression draft, NBA depression draft. Yeah, that's depressed, depressed NBA, depressed NBA fan draft. Yes. So the rules are simple. Imagine being a fan of this team. Which team would you least want to be a fan of right now? And it doesn't have to make complete logical sense. It, it, a lot of a lot of gut feeling could go into this. Um, I know I have my things that I care about as a fan. Andrew obviously has things that he cares about as a fan. So we are going to draft based on the things that we care about. I will say I do look at getting the first pick in this draft a little bit like winning the LeBron or like AD lottery. Really? I I mean, I thought of the draft. I mean, I don't know if I'm giving away too much, but like there's a reason I thought of the draft because of what's going on in Chicago right now. Well, that may surprise you with who I go with as my first pick. Um, okay, let's see the way we normally do this and little game, a high card draw. I should get rid of the Joker that's in the deck, but I'm not gonna. So anyway, John's card is a king. Hey, John's gonna win because my card is a four. 
So go ahead. Let's talk about the Chicago Bulls. So here's the thing. Usually when you have a team that goes for it and then decides that they can no longer go for it and they must pivot in some direction, you can start over pretty easily, right? And and rebuild. Here are the issues. Again, going based based on all the reporting and also just common sense. They're not going to get a lot for Levine. Like if it is the Lakers trade, they're going to get salary flotsam. They're not going to get. They're not going to get uh, Austin Reeves. That's not happening. They're going to get you know uh, Russell and Hachimura as salary, and then they're going to get the Lakers. You know, twenty thirty first round pick. So your prize for Zach Levine, who's like, I don't think he's made an All NBA team, but he's been on the cusp. He's made All Star teams. The whole thing's an efficient twenty five a night for the last bunch of years of his career, your prize is going to be probably one unprotected pick from a franchise that has had their ups and downs over the last 20 years, granted, but is arguably the most successful franchise in the history of the sport and always tends to figure things out. You know? So you're essentially getting off of the contract. DeRozan is, I don't know how old DeMar DeRozan is, but he's getting older. He's an expiring contract. You're between a rock and a hard place with him because if you don't negotiate an extension, then you're liable to lose him for not very much in a signing trade or, or he just walks. And then you could re-up, but then you're paying a guy his age that like however much money you're going to pay him to keep him. He may not even want to stay. Uh, so there's that. Vooch has no value. None of their young players have much value. Like, Could you get a first round pick for Patrick Williams right now? No. Maybe you get a protect like could you get a protected first from like a good team? Probably maybe. I, maybe. Why is a good team trading for I guess you're taking a flyer on a on a player? He's, like taking, he's also entering restricted free agency. So if he comes to your team and looks kind of decent, you know, like I think he has more value than Rui Hachimori did last year. Now obviously the Lakers resigned Hachimori to what they resigned him to in part because they needed that salary slot for this exact type of trade. But like you know, Hachimura fetched four second round picks. Like I could see Patrick Williams fetching like a lesser young player and some seconds or something. So their young players have no value. Their coach is probably on the way out the door. Because if this blows up, like why would they keep Donovan? And best of all, the people running the franchise, and I mean both the front office and ownership, like storied ownership, and I don't mean in a good way, like Michael Jordan and them won despite that owner. Are horrible. Like Carter Silvers doesn't look like he, he can get out of his own way. So if you're Chicago, and I, I get that it's the Chicago market, which is still meaningful. Meaningful. It matters. Like it's not a coastal city, but it's probably the next best thing. May well, no, Phoenix is up there too. Maybe some of the tech, whatever. It's a top 10 NBA market. So, like, I guess that's the big reason why they should not go first. I'm sorry, from an asset perspective. And oh, by the way, they still have. First round pick, a first round pick owed to the Spurs that is protected. But like, I'm actually going to look up the protections on that pick right now um, because I, whatever. But that's my case for the Bulls. What say you? I mean, they're a prime candidate for the Portland pivot. They, this is one of the teams we highlighted in our preseason predictions and over unders and our like ranking the East. But Portland had interesting young stuff. The like Portland already the Portland had Shane and Shark. Por- not what the Portland pivot is. It's the midway through the season, fuck it, we're going to try and lose every game pivot. 
It's not to get as get the yes, but, as best of assets as possible. Ho- hold on. They still had Dame. Whether they were going to go forward with Dame or trade Dame, they knew they were going to get a lot out of that spot. That is not the case here with these guys that they have on this roster. Oh, you're right. So it's not as as strong of a pivot. And that pick that I just referenced, the Chicago pick that they owe to, speaking of Portland, they have a pick owed from Portland, but that pick is so heavily protected. It's always going to be lottery protected. It's not going to be a great pick. The first round pick that they owe to San Antonio is top 10, top 8, top 8 starting next year. So like, yeah, you're not going to lose like a top, you're not going to lose top 4 pick, so that's good. But like, that, you know, that's not ideal. Anyway. Again, the Portland pivot is not like it's a fire sale. Like, is that's just a, a complete teardown? It's we're already bad. Now let's commit to being ass, like the worst possible team, which is where I think they're headed. To your point, I don't know how much they're going to get back. I think their best asset is Alex Caruso. And he might, he probably is. I think that that's the team you're getting a first mate, like the Derek White comp of Derek White. Fetching a first for a while. I, I think Caruso's better. You know, I don't think th- I. I'll, I don't think Caruso is going to get as much as White got. You my, don't think a team would seven. give up a a first and I don't know if a second first, but he's he's like I understand like his low usage is part of his charm. He's like Josh Hart, but a shooter. He's forty four percent from three right now. I know. But what's his usage rate? It's not again. It's Josh Hart, low, but he's more willing. Look, he's Caruso's awesome. I don't think he's going to get as much. No, he might get a first. Like Hart got a first. Caruso might get a first. White got, I think, a first and like a future unprotected swap or like top one protected yeah. swap. That was a that was a fucking haul. Any young player, I forget what young player it was, but it was a, a I don't know, mildly wasn't interesting. Was it Josh Richardson? No, that might have been rubbing. That was the salary. That was the salary that went back. Regardless, I'm with you that Chicago is a depressing situation right now. Probably deserves to be one or two in this draft. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Who are you going with? So... I'm a bit influenced by outside basketball circumstances in the conversation I just had with Richie Randall. Oh, uh, okay. So when you recognize that the Hornets kind of struck gold a couple of years ago and the Warriors passing on LaMelo ball, and that led to 143 win season. And then the next year they, 
they, they, My, Miles Bridges took a leap and like they were very correct in letting Kemba walk. And you saw what happened to his knees and they had Gordon Hayward and they're this young team that's on the rise. And they won 43 games again and they fired their coach and hired Kenny Atkinson, who then uh, declined to take the job after having the job for a month. And uh, instead, they rehired Steve Clifford, who I I think is like a fine head coach. Every Hornet fan vouches for him. Um, and since then, their young uh, wing uh, player that was like on his way to a not a max, but like a very good contract yeah. at, has not been able to see the court for reasons that do not uh, pertain to basketball and maybe should not see uh, outside of a jail cell, if you believe the alleged reports coming out of Charlotte. Um, and that's like their second most exciting player. Now, Brandon Miller might change the equation on this if he does Miller's take a good. leap. Miller's but good. what's going on in Charlotte right now, there, there's new ownership and it's not like the Steve Cohen bump where it's like, oh, things are going to change now. It's like, oh, things are not what they used to be. As in, like, okay, there, it's not even a, a new beginning, new fresh start with optimism. It's just like, okay, it's just different. Like Michael Jordan was bad and now we have different. We have no idea if different yeah. good or different bad. It's just different. And the fact, and when Richie said this to me, I, I, I it, sometimes you just got to hear it from somebody else to yeah. really put it in perspective. They, they haven't made the playoffs since he's I been know. doing that podcast. Yeah. They like Hornet fans that exist, like they're not a free agent market. Their only no. path is the draft or striking gold in a trade. And like they got Gordon Hayward, they got Terry Rozier. And here they are, probably tanking again, which probably leads to a decent pick. But unless you strike gold in the draft again, you're stuck wasting another year of LaMelo. And it's just a very depressing situation over there. Their only path is to strike gold in the lottery again. I so they would have been my second pick. Um and I agree the off court stuff. Like for me, it's a combination of the fact that LaMelo, like if LaMelo was you know, it we felt like 15% better about LaMelo's ability to be a, like a, a, a no doubt about it, like all NBA level, like perennial all NBA level star of that caliber. This would be a very different conversation because you at least you would have him. I think because there's still a little bit of doubt as to whether he's just going to be like a fun numbers guy or a guy that actually really impacts winning at the highest level. And like, if you split the baby and you're like, yeah, he'll impact winning and he'll be more than his numbers, but he's still going to need to be another guy that gets back to where you were saying, like, where do you get the other guy? Brandon Miller is really nice. He's not that. I mean, look, they could, they could get lucky in the draft. They're not signing anybody. They're never going to trade for somebody big because they're just, no one's going to want to go to that market. And, and it's just, and the, the reason I would have them too, we still don't know who's going to be making this, these decisions because the new ownership hasn't had a chance to hire new front office staff or a new coach yet, which is why they are would be one spot below the, the team that I'm going to take next, which if you want to say anything else on Charlotte before I go. It's just you said, like, maybe they strike gold in the draft or they get somebody in the draft, like you said. John, their only choice is to get somebody in the draft. They're not afraid. Like, I like Charlotte. They were the, that's the city I used to go to when I lived in Virginia. And... 
like it's it's the a, a taste of the big city life because it's this little patch in the middle of North Carolina that you get to go to and like go to a mall or go to a big building and you get to enjoy Charlotte for a weekend. And I just that's not it doesn't seem to be the path that a lot of NBA players not named Gordon Hayward want to go play with. So as a result, yeah. they're not a free agent destination. So their only real path is get lucky in the lottery and, you know, strike gold. I don't think they're bad enough to be, no. you know, where, where like the Pistons are right now or, or, and like you said with the mellow, and I think this is where the miles bridges not talking about what's going on off the court. If he didn't have those issues and it was like, we have bridges, we have Lamelo, we have, you know, um, Brandon Miller. Like we have a three now with just one more piece in the lottery. He doesn't need to strike gold. Maybe it's just like a, a two guard or a center. And mm. we're, and we're there. They could have been a quickly team if you wanted to put them in there, but no, they are a depressing fan base at the moment. They're a depressed fan base at the moment because of the depressing franchise and what they've put them through. Also, there's a factor like they lost their team. Like they, they, they were the they were the Bobcats for a while because they, they the, were the, Bobcats, the, yes. the Hornets up and went to New Orleans and that team got to watch Chris Paul make a second round. That team got to watch or that fan base got to watch Anthony Davis. And while it, like that didn't amount to anything, that team also got Zion in the lottery. And, yep. you know, that that to me means something. Time well spent is a, a factor to me. And there's not been time well spent watching the Hornets. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.